Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. With me today is CEO and CIO, Chris Wallace. Welcome, Chris. It's good to be here, Dan. All right, Chris. Um, lots to talk about today, uh, especially coming off the heels of the Fed meeting last week and looking at, at negative GDP growth now for the second straight quarter. Uh, so the Fed announced that they would be more data dependent on a forward look. Uh, the market seems to view this language as, as a possible indication of a Fed pivot. Um, question for you here is, you know, do you think that's the right read, and how likely is a pivot? Yeah, I, I think the market has the right tone and that the Fed is not going to be on a automatic hiking spree. Um, and I think the market's also done a good job of figuring out that economic activity and an industrial recession, likely a global industrial recession, may be sufficient to bring down longer-term inflationary pressures. I would add just a little bit of caution in the sense that inflation through the end of the year is going to be very sticky, that the inflationary pressures we have right now are not driven by goods prices, but actually the flow through from home prices, and there's such a long lag that the increases we're seeing in owner's equivalent rent now really relate to home price appreciation almost a year ago. And then the services component. So inflation is going to remain very, very sticky through the end of the year, and it wouldn't surprise me to see headline inflation still around 6%. And maybe it not be clear that the core inflation is falling back towards um, the Fed's 2% target. And the other thing to factor in is we're in a different inflation regime, regime where it's going to be higher for secular reasons, uh, less uh, access to low-wage uh, inputs, uh, deglobalization, um, all and, and an increase in fiscal spending, uh, all of these things indicate you know higher peaks and higher troughs and inflationary pressures. And when the market rallied, and we've seen a big decline in the U.S. ten-year Treasury and inversion, that's loosening up financial conditions, and the market actually increased uh, break-even inflation rates five years out. So. The Fed needs to err on the side of being too tight rather than too loose. And I think the market is correct in saying, look, inflation's cooling. The Fed may not have to be as automatic, but it may be getting a little far ahead of itself as that the Fed's going to pivot real soon. Um, and in fact, it, conditions maybe either need to tighten up more or we need to stay at these levels and continue to focus on, through QT, shrinking the money supply and shrinking liquidity. Uh, neither one of those are necessarily bullish for equity markets. Yeah, and kind of speaking beyond that, uh, I mentioned some comments um, before. You know, we've now had you know, two consecutive negative GDP growth quarters. Um, you know, there's, there's a debate, right, whether that we are in a recession or if we are headed for a recession. Um, that, I think, is a little... Uh, less important than the question of, you know, beyond the definition, you know, what is the most important takeaway from our current setup? Yeah, I think the most important takeaway is from an equity investing standpoint, we're going to experience a recession. And what I mean by that is we're going to experience either a, a growth recession, which is already underway, an earnings recession, meaning earnings are going to go negative year over year, which is already starting. And it may turn into a very broad-based economic recession. 
um, and then become reflexive where weak economic activity brings about weak share prices and weak capital spending, which brings about even weaker economic activity. Um, we're definitely on the path for what I'd call a global industrial recession. And while you know investors like to point out that industrial manufacturing is a small percentage of GDP, that's true, but it's a much bigger percentage of the equity markets. In other words, the equity markets really don't reflect the makeup between manufacturing and services of the real economy. So I, I'm in the camp we're going to have a recession, and as an equity investor, we just need to understand, we need to let the cycle cycle. And what I mean by that is the market wants to front run and discount. Um, and we, we got to remember that we had a peak in the wealth effect in the second quarter, which is, you know, just six weeks ago. So we haven't had the cycle play through a reduction in consumption because of a negative wealth effect. And we've destroyed enough wealth with just the, the downdraft and fixed income equities and crypto uh, over the last, you know, six to nine months, that we should reduce GDP by seven hundred, several hundred basis points, and we're already at a negative basis on a, on a real level. If we factor in that we're probably going to see some real estate weakness as well, we're going to have some uh, knock-on effects. So I, I just think it's real early um, to think we're anywhere near a turn. I would expect negative growth revisions, both in economic activity and earnings, for at least the next two quarters, meaning third and fourth quarter, and likely even in the first quarter of 2023. And so I, I think there's more chop here for equity markets and potentially uh, more downside. We just to see, have to see how, how the breadth and depth of the weakness and does it begin to put real financial strains on credit markets and consumers. Yeah, and, and think about that, um, and let's tie that into earnings season. You know, we're in the midst of earnings season. Um, you're talking about some you know, impaired view on visibility looking forward. Any any notable takeaways that you've seen from the past couple of weeks with respect to earnings? Yeah, I I think that you know, I think we're seeing the last good earnings quarter. And what I mean by that is management teams will always beat the lowered expectations. But again, activity was still robust enough in the second quarter and even in July because we haven't had the big negative wealth effects begin to play through that you could get okay guidance. You're starting to get weak guidance out of the short cycle businesses and the more cyclical areas. And then companies with uh, better longer-term growth prospects are still saying everything's okay. The reality is over the third and fourth quarter, you know, they're going to start to acknowledge the slowdown as well. When we look at earnings on a year-over-year basis as they're being reported, we're finally starting to see some negative earnings growth. We've seen negative earnings growth year-over-year in financials. We've seen it now in the aggregate in technology and also in the consumer space. And I think that trend's going to continue as we move through the back half of the year. And my guess is we'll start bringing down uh, year-end 2022 estimates midway through or late in the third quarter. And then when we start reporting third quarter or certainly midway through the fourth quarter, we're going to have to start bringing down 2023 estimates as well. And then it'll be a matter of where are interest rates, where's inflation, um, is, you know, we're seeing the, the, the mini bill back better bill being pushed through and hopefully pushed through Congress in this quarter. If that's the case, that's another big fiscal push of spending 
which may be needed to sustain GDP activity, but it's only going to add to inflationary pressures, which then means the Fed really can't pivot. So they're in a really difficult spot, uh, but certainly earnings are going to come under more pressure as we move through the year. All right, good. Well, that's a good update for today. Thank you so much, Chris. Um, and appreciate having you on, and we will have you back uh, in no time. Talk to you. Sounds good, Dan. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws. Securities discussed within this podcast may be held in the Von Nelson strategies.